Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Welcome everybody to the horror cast. This is episode six. So a few little notes before I begin this week's episode. I will be doing something a little slightly different today. Originally it was gonna be about um, a movie, but then I got busy with school, so I wasn't able to research the movie I, I um, was going to talk about. I didn't make my usual notes. I wasn't able to like plan ahead. So I went with a topic I had already written down. I had wrote several notes for. And this was kind of like my backup because I still wanted to record something. So that's what you're getting today. It is going to be slightly different because, again, it's not on a horror movie. But it is based on <clears throat> it is based on horror in general. So hopefully, guys, you enjoy this episode. Hopefully, you find it a little interesting. It's not going to be extremely informative in a way because I'm just talking about, well, as you might have seen in the title, this is about horror and video games. And I'm just going to be talking about horror and video games in general. I'm not going to go down the history because this will turn into a multi-part series, and I do not feel like doing that. Uh, maybe somewhere down the line I'll talk about a specific game or maybe a series. I'm not sure. But as of right now, I'm just going to just gonna be a general talk about everything that, at least in my history with horror and video games, and some of the ones I like, uh, what was good about them, and stuff like that. So, little notes. I'm still working on, I'm already planning on next week's episode. Which more than likely will be on a movie. I don't know what it'll be at this point, but it's already on a few movies. So we'll see how that goes. We'll I'll keep my fingers crossed that everything goes great and I record it on time because it is Sunday and I usually upload these on Monday. So I'm like right before the day of the upload, I am recording this. So it was a last minute thing. I got busy with school. I had to study for a for finals so apologize i mean not apologizing still gonna upload at the at the same day so i hope you guys enjoy this episode so episode six horror in video games So welcome back guys so like i mentioned before today's episode is on horror and video games now what do i mean when i'm talking about horror and video games i mean specifically games that were made 
to be scary. I'm not talking about games that had a section that was scary, such as I don't know if you've ever guy if you guys ever played might have Half Life Two from 2004. Great game. It was on PC, Xbox, and then the 360, and then the PS3. And there's one section that's very memorable in that game that the level is called uh, Raven Home. And that area is very creepy. The atmosphere, the music to a certain degree, the sounds, like the design, everything is really creepy. Very, very creepy. And that part is kind of scary to some people. But that doesn't make Half-Life 2 a horror game. So that's what I mean about that this is just a game based on games that are horror, not a horror section in a game. That's what I mean. So this is pretty much about, like I said, the games I enjoyed or some of the ones I played. And if you guys haven't checked them out or if you guys don't play video games, I mean, then it's irrelevant to you. But if you do play video games and you never played them uh, you should try checking them out somehow some of these are a little harder to come by than others but hey you never know so how did i start playing video games horror and i mean video games with horror actually i would say that the first one i ever played was uh that's actually a very good question now that i think about it i never really I have my notes, but I actually I never really thought about what was uh, what some of the first games. Because I played the Nintendo, the original one, and I played Super Nintendo. But it might have been Nintendo 64, which is funny. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go console to console. Because I didn't play every horror game out there when I was younger. I mean, I was a kid. I couldn't afford every video game out there as much as I wanted to. But we'll see how this goes. So, my first foray into horror and video games was Resident Evil 2, but I played Resident Evil 2 on the Nintendo 64. So, if you guys know anything, obviously the Nintendo 64 version wasn't as good. It was competent, it wasn't bad, but I mean, it's the same damn game for the most part. There are graphical differences and all that stuff. I'm not here to talk about that stuff. I'm talking about the scares and all that stuff. But if you guys know anything about video games, you might have heard of Resident Evil. It's just a ton of jump scares just everywhere. The first one hasn't aged that well. The original one has not aged well at all. Part 2 has actually aged a little better, but not by much. I mean, you can still go back and enjoy it for what it is. But it, it, honestly, it's not scary. I mean, there are some good jump scares in it, like particularly the the i believe it's the oh, i forget it i think it's a there's a room that has a mirror in it and one of the liquors crashes through it uh, that's one of the best scares in the damn game i used to um make my sisters watch and me knowing that that jump scare is coming up and just scare the hell out of them it was pretty damn funny but anyways most horror games actually came from the PlayStation era of video games, and two that stuck out is obviously Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, but one of the best horror games out there on the PlayStation is Silent Hill. Silent Hill was released 
in January 31st, 1999, and it is an absolute classic. It's the complete opposite of Resident Evil. Resident Evil, we have all these damn weapons, like some machine guns, shotguns, um, uh, grenade launchers, all this stuff. Silent Hill is the total opposite. Silent Hill is very... It, it does have some jump scares, but it's less about jump scares and more about atmosphere. And just creeping you the hell out. And the whole fog thing made it better. Yeah, it was obviously a sign of the, the limitations of the console. But it worked with the game in this, in this situation. Because it created this fog that you couldn't see further. But it also made the game creepy. And honestly, it worked. It, it just worked. During the day, like in the game, the, when it was morning and the fog is out, it's fine. But when it turns night and it's foggy, it's, it's just plain super scary. So, the game itself, I mean, the controls are pretty bad, but like I said, I'm not going to go into the technical aspects of it. I'm just talking about, like, what made it scary, and apart from the atmosphere, like, the environments were really good. Um, the it, You had, like, some, I guess you could say generic locations. Like, you had a hospital, you have a school, you have a police station, I believe. I might be wrong. I don't remember. I haven't played it in years. But I believe there might have been a police station. There's a... Oh, yeah, I already said a school. And the one good thing about the game is that sometimes you'll get thrown into what they called... I forgot what it was called, actually. I think it's called The Other World or something like that. And it was like this very twisted world where everything looked decayed and rusty and just messed up. That was when the game got really scary. Like, it was just pretty damn creepy i remember playing it at night and i would stop sometimes because i was so scared so the game is kind of long depending on how you play it depending on the difficulty it had a lot of puzzles which weren't that bad again depending on the difficulty you played them in but overall the game was pretty scary it didn't have a large cast of characters it had maybe four five maybe six top I think it was like about six characters and you you learn more about them as the game goes on and that's great I actually like that but the town itself is a big mystery and I like, don't know what happened I know there's a ton of lore and to be honest I tried reading up on it and I was like oh my god this is so ridiculous I'm like I'll, I'm skipping that the and at least in the first one, they never really explained what happened to Silent Hill. Like, they kind of mention stuff, but they they don't fully mention, like, what's going on with this town. Why is this all messed up? Why is any of this happening? And that's part of the mystery. And honestly, that's part of the appeal for the game that you don't know what's going on. But the there's also, like, these monsters going around. Like, you got, like, something that looks like a, uh, like, some wing, winged creature... You have, like, dogs. You have, like, these um, people-like characters. Some of the most famous characters are definitely the nurses, even though they didn't have their iconic design until part two. But, hey, it, it worked. This game just worked. It was scary in all fronts. The, the music was really damn creepy. Uh, graphically hasn't aged well at all. Some of it, some of the characters kind of like crap, but it's the PlayStation era, so it's understandable why it would look the way it looks.
So that was Silent Hill. It's actually one of my favorite games. If you have an opportunity to play it, I would suggest you do. I would also suggest you try out the remake that they released for the Wii and later on the PlayStation 2, I believe. I believe it was called Shattered Memories. Definitely, I would recommend that. But we'll see how it goes if you guys are able to find it because if you find the PlayStation version, it's really expensive. But anyway, that was enough about the PlayStation era. You're probably like, damn, that was it? Like I said, this is not a comprehensive um, discussion on horror. I'm, I could only talk about what I've played. If I've never played it, I can't discuss it. I'm not going to talk about Clock Tower on the PlayStation, and I never played Clock Tower. So how can I make any good points on it? <clears throat> so now we're going to move on to the PlayStation 2 era, which actually had some of the best horror games out there. And funnily enough, it had... Um, the sequel to Silent Hill 2. Nah, I mean, sorry. The, it had Silent Hill 2, which is the sequel to Silent Hill. Silent Hill 2 was released in 2001 on the PlayStation 2. And it was amazing. At the time when I played it, I thought the CG scenes looked amazing. Like, super realistic. Now, they've aged, not terribly, but they show its age. The story is much more mysterious this time around, to be honest. The city's much more um, detailed. The city's much more... It feels much more alive, if that makes any sense. Um, the The characters are pretty interesting. All of them with just like a dark backstory. I, I would prefer you guys go out and play it instead of me telling you all these parts about the game because it kind of ruins it. But it's, it's very, very dark. Like, almost all of the characters have a very, very dark background. And then the ending is great. Um, when the big revelation's revealed, um, it's a great moment. Uh, I honestly, it's hard to talk about Silent Hill without spoiling anything. Because there's so much you could easily spoil. Like, I could talk about all of the main characters and just... Um just spoil it but i don't want to do that but again honestly most of what i talked about part one applies to part two and also just like part one even though i didn't mention it it has multiple endings actually it uh depending on what you do depending on who you save and stuff like that some characters you just can't save but most of them you actually can they're story it's story based um but, yeah, that might have been actually a little bit of a spoiler. But other than that, the I guess it depends on what you do, certain things you interact with, certain items you get, you get a certain endings at the end. One of them is considered canon. I'm not going to say which one because, I mean, you should play the game and then later re-up on them if you don't want to go through the game all over again and try to get all of the endings. So... Also on the PlayStation 2, they released the Fatal Frame series, which was a video game about ghosts and a camera. Sounds very silly, but to be honest, the pinnacle of the series, in my opinion, was Silent Hill. I'm Silent Hill, sorry. Fatal Frame 2, which was released in 2003. And it takes place in this Japanese village where these two girls are trapped and they have to try to find a way out. Uh, it had a Again, just like Silent Hill, it was very tension building. There were some jump scares, but it was mostly about tension. It was 
just freaky shit you could see or you you thought you saw and just messing with you and to be honest it worked great the game is pretty long the 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 combat kind of sucks i am gonna admit it the whole thing with the what was it called the camera obscure whatever the hell it's called it's terrible it's just terrible terrible gameplay in that sense uh, it's awful controls for it. it. It's dumb. It's just really dumb. Like, the way you power it up is never really explained. I mean, it's explained, but it's not explained as to who's powering it up or whatever. It is what it is. But, overall, the game is actually really well made. It's just very, well, at the time on the PlayStation 2, it graphically, it looked amazing. Even now, it honestly doesn't look that bad. If you can find a copy legally, because that game is expensive now. Fighter Frame 2 is ridiculously expensive, ridiculously expensive. It was also released on Xbox actually, and as like a sort of an, an enhanced version, and it had like a bunch of different costumes and stuff like that. Actually, a little note about Silent Hill 2 Silent Hill 2 got re released on the place on the Xbox and. I believe it was called Silent Hill 2 Restless Dreams. I believe. I might be wrong. And it had an extra side story with one of the characters called Maria called Restless Dreams, I believe. And it added some content to it. So, But if you could find the Silent Hill HD collection, it actually has Silent Hill 2, the Restless Dreams version in it. So, I mean, you could get it for cheap because if you try to find the... If you try to find the disc of these games, it'll... A, it might be difficult, or B, it's going to be very, very, very expensive. But anyways, Silent Hill. Well, Silent Hill, Fatal Frame 2 falls under the same category that it's very, very expensive. Uh, fuck it, you know what? If you can find an emulator for it, A, find a fucking emulator for it. Just play this game, play it in the dark. Silent Hill, oh, I keep saying Silent Hill, sorry guys. Fatal Frame 2, it's by far one of the best horror games out there really very slow pace it's not for everybody but honestly i would say check it out so then you have the the behemoth of i mean it's technically a horror game because it is part of a horror series even though it was much more action oriented you guys might know what i'm talking about and it is resident evil 4 which was released at least on the playstation 2 in 2005 so I'm pretty sure you guys know about Resident Evil, you know about the series. I don't really have to explain much. So, what am I going to say is, I mean, what can be said about this game that hasn't already been said other than it's, it's a classic. Like, it changed everything graphically. It's great. I mean, right now, it's not, but it is a great game. I don't know, sorry guys, I'm just seeing like, I don't know, they're just gonna spirit roast this girl. Sorry, that's way, way off topic. I'm just seeing like these guys parked and they're moving from one car to another, like two guys, one chick. I don't know, it's just kind of odd. None of my business what they're gonna do. It's, I don't know, I just find it a little funny. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4. So, honestly, the game is still kind of scary because you get swarmed by all these creatures uh, very easily. And you got to, like, 
find your your the best spot to like fight back. So, like I said, everything is great about the game. If you could play the enhanced versions of the game, a hey, great. You could play the enhanced versions of them. So, the thing about Resident Evil, I'm not gonna go into the story because honestly, it's it's actually really simple. Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil Two is tasked with rescuing the president's daughter and i believe in it's in spain if i'm not mistaken shit hits the fan he's on his own now he has to find her uh great game it's scary the the environments are great but this game is very 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 long it's one of the longest single player games i have ever played even though it is one of the best single-player games. But there's one section where like, oh, this is going to end right now. And then you realize, like, oh, shit, I still have, like, I, I, I got to go to a new area now. But it's a very long game, very satisfying game. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, everything's great about it. The, the environments are great. Like, you go from, one, from like, the church to, like, uh, sorry, some, some like, cathedral type area to like a village to the sewers it has a great variety of environments honestly and they were all very well designed they all look very creepy uh, it's resident Evil 4 out of all of the games actually there's a few here but resident Evil 4 is one of the easiest games you could buy anywhere because it's available almost anywhere else available on gamecube on playstation 2 on on the 360 on the ps3 ps4 xbox one the switch now on pc like you name it there's probably a port for it but resident Evil 4 is one of the best games uh, less horror more action but it still had horror elements in it no more fixed camera angles like in part 2 but still a great, great game. It's very tense, very, very intense. Unless you're playing the Wii version. The Wii version made the game ridiculously easy just because you could point at people's heads and just make the game so, so much more, so much more easier. So, a little side note to, on the Wii, and it's the remake of Silent Hill, the original one. It's Silent Hill Shadow Memories, released in 2009. That one is unique that there in the sense that there's no combat in the game there's no fighting all you can do is run it's a very psychological game and even in the beginning it says the game plays you as much as you're playing it and what that means is depending on your actions during the game like for example earlier in the game before you meet the cop you there's three versions of the cop so depending how you play before you get to her um, you will see her, like, being a bitch, or being, like, a motherly-type character, or, like, a sexy-looking cop. One of the three, and it all depends on what you interacted with, what you saw, all that stuff. Honestly, that's great. And then later on, I'm not gonna spoil it, just in case you ever play the game. I don't want you to spoil, like, the little things that it does. Uh, but it's a great game. It's basically the story of part one. It has a slightly different ending than part, than the original one. But it's still a great game. But again, no combat. Some people didn't like that, that there was no combat. I didn't mind that much. But when you go to the other world where all the creatures are at, you're essentially just running away from them. You can't fight them. They kill you easily. 
So you just got to run, 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 run. So that makes it intense. It makes it scary. But at the same time, it does... Um, it does... Take away something from the game. That's kind of hard to explain. It takes away... Well, obviously, it takes away the combat. But the, the, those sequences are, like I said, intense and they're kind of scary. But after, like, the third time, it, it kind of wears thin. And you kind of just get annoyed by it. And you just want to get the hell out of there. Honestly, that was me all the time. After a while, I was just like, I just want to get out of here. I want to know what the fuck's going on with this story. I just want to finish the game. But the game is amazing. It, if you can find a copy of it, it's on PS2 and on Wii. Definitely try it out. It's a great game no matter what. So we're going to go sort of modernish. Uh, one of the biggest games during the PS3 360 era for horror games was hands down Dead Space. And I'm talking about Dead Space 1 from 2008, the original one. That game, I'm not going to say change the landscape for horror, but it, it was different from Resident Evil. Because this was during the time Resident Evil was very action heavy because they released Resident Evil 5. And Resident Evil 5 was really action heavy. That's when Chris Redfield, the brother of Claire Redfield from Resident Evil 2... Looked like he was juicing up beyond belief. And he looked like he could pick up the entire continent of Africa with his big, huge arms. That's how big he was, believe me. Anyways. That was going on with Resident Evil. And that game, Resident Evil 5, I'm not going to talk about it too much. It was just very action-heavy. It wasn't scary at all anymore. And there wasn't no scary environments. Just, I mean, it looked nice, but it just wasn't scary anymore. But, um... Dead Space was the complete opposite. It had a similar format of Resident Evil, like over the shoulder, like gunplay, but it was actually scary. It took place in space. Uh, the main character is trying to find his wife, uh, and he's in this, this space station and it's overrun by these creatures. And all hell breaks loose. They're typical shit. But the game itself is very, very intense. Because you hear noises, you hear stuff through the vents, and these creatures tend to be in the vents a lot. Or they'll look dead, and they're not actually dead, and they'll just pop up. But this game is more than just jump scares. It builds great environment, has amazing music. Even to this day, it still looks beautiful. It's a great-looking game. Um, <clears throat> it's very violent. It's not super... I mean, it's kind of gory. The kills... Like, when you get killed, honestly, it's quite amazing, because... It's pretty damn violent, to be honest. I don't mind it. It looks great. But then the series went... They did two more and depending on... and They did two more and an on-rail shooter. The on-rail shooter is actually not that bad. But Resident Evil 2... I'm sorry, so, ah, Dead Space 2 was much more action-heavy. And Dead Space 3 was almost just straight-up action. Personally, I like Dead Space 2. And Dead Space 3, I actually have it. I bought it for like a few bucks, but I haven't really played much. And what I have played, I, I actually enjoy it. I don't mind the game. I'm not minding it at all. But then again, I'm not the pickiest of gamers. So, Dead Space didn't change the landscape, but it brought fresh air to the tired horror genre that Resident Evil had before, relied on it, and now was just relying on just pure action. Which, hey, whatever you do, what you gotta do. 
but people wanted horror and Dead Space delivered. So, let's go with the modern era, which is the PS4. Now, the PS4 era is, it's had a lot of great, lot of great horror games. A lot. We've had Resident Evil 7, which was actually a slightly different, it was a first person but it was very, 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 very scary. I loved Resident Evil 7. Honestly, it's kind of short, but it's a very great game. It has some great moments, great atmosphere, just very spooky moments. It's a great game to play. I would highly suggest it. Um, there was also Amnesia, but that was a PC, but it got still released to PS4. Then there was Outlast. Oh my god, Outlast is great. You're inside of a mental institution, try to get out, but uh, you don't have any weapons. You can't fight back, you just have to hide. Great game, awesome scares, great environment, decent story. I would highly recommend Outlast. You could actually get the, I believe it's called the Trinity, Outlast Trinity, where you get Outlast, Outlast 2, and the... All the DLC, I believe, for both games. So that's great. I would suggest Outlast. But I wanted to talk about two particular games in the PS4 era. Now, one, unfortunately, you cannot play anymore. You just can't. Unless you know somebody who has it, you can't play it. And that game is PT. Which meant i believe playable teaser or something like that it was a demo that was supposed to promote a game that was being directed by hideo kojima starring ah uh, fuck i forgot that guy's name he's a popular guy in um norman Reedus. there you go norman Reedus, and i believe guillermo del toro was also attached to this game a hey, great team but they had a falling out and it didn't go anywhere <laughs> The reason why you can't play it is that it is not available anywhere anymore. It is not available to download on the PS4 anymore. Even if you downloaded it, you can't re-download it. So if you know somebody who has it on their console and they erase it, they're fucked. They can't erase it. I still have it. Actually, I have one of the... Lord knows how many versions are still exist out there in the world. But I actually have it on my PS4. It, it's very creepy, ridiculously scary especially for someone who's never played it and you have them play it it's amazing it has so much it had so much potential it was so scary i remember playing it at like two in the morning i was scared shitless uh, it had jump scares but it was more than just jump scares it was you hear all this noise all this tension building the music was great like weird shit was happening and it's basically you just going through this little hallway several times. But every time it might be something different. And it had so many great moments. Uh, like the little girl peeking through the door. Um, at one point you turn the corner and there's some fucking creature standing there. You don't know what he is or what it's doing. What is it going to attack you or whatnot. And then later on in the game it just gets really, really good. I think Hidoji Kojima could have made an amazing Silent Hill game. Well, this game was going to be called Silent Hills. And 
I was very excited for it. It could have been a great game. But unfortunately, whatever happened, happened. And now, unless you have it, you can't play it. I mean, you could watch a video of it online. But honestly, it's not the same. I'd, it would have been better if you were actually able to play it. That, it it makes, makes the game a hell of a lot better, to be honest. So if you know somebody, um, hey, play it if you can. If you don't, well... You could try YouTube and just watch a video of it, and you'll see, like, why it was so great. <clears throat> Another game um, that's great on the PS4, and actually, it's my favorite horror game on the PS4. It is called Until Dawn, and it was released in 2015. Honestly, any horror... Actually, funny little thing, it starts R- Rami Malik, whatever. I don't know how that's how you pronounce his name. The guy who played um, Freddie Mercury in the... Queen Moe and Bohemian Rhapsody. He's in it. I think Hayden Penitentiary or so whatever her damn name is also. I think she's in, is in, it, is in it too. Anyways, I think any horror fan out there, if you have a PS4 or you know somebody who has a PS4, see if they have Until Dawn. If they don't, buy it. If they don't have it, buy it because it's a great game. You can buy it for pretty cheap. It's essentially an interactive horror movie. So the basic premise is like a tragedy happened in this mountain and then the friends go back. I think it's like eight of them, if I'm not mistaken. And they think there's a murderer there. But in reality, there's just some creatures. Uh, the Wendigos is actually folklore on that shit. And the game is so great. It, it has tons upon tons upon tons of jump scares like the whole game is just jump scares galore but a lot of times you don't see it coming and honestly it works it works great i'm not the biggest fan of jump scares especially in video games but in this game it works perfectly it's just exactly what it what it needed but the thing that makes the game interesting it's not your typical like shoot shoot game but rather you go on and play the game and you got to make decisions like oh do you want to do this or do you want to do that kind of like some of those old adventure games but it it depending on what you do like certain characters are gonna like you or hate you and depending on they like you or not like early on in the game one of the 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 hot blonde because you have all the stereotypical characters you have the smart girl who's actually a bitch and i don't like her um you have the tragic hero you have the african-american character the hot blonde which i actually kind of feel bad for her actually uh, we have the like the jock character, the innocent looking one, like all that stuff. They're all there, and early in the morning, the, the the cool guy and the blonde are going to the mountain. And depending on what everything you did before that, that girl is either gonna stay in her clothes, not be in the mood, or she's gonna be really horned up, and she'll end up like in her panties, her bra and panties. And the way it happens is, like, earlier in the game, you'll have conversations, and if you side against her, um, she's not going to be liking you. But if you side always with her, she's going to like that shit. So, it all depends on your actions. But the great thing about it is that on several points of the game, your character can die easily. And once they're dead, they're dead for good. They're gone. And it's just great moments in the game the kills are actually pretty fun to look at to be honest if you can look up a montage online about the ways they're they get killed it's pretty cool 
But these characters are very one-dimensional, but it has some great moments. You'll learn to, like, love some. You'll learn to hate some. The story's not super complex, but it's still pretty well done, to be honest. The game looks amazing. Like, it looks really nice. Um, the There's one section I was going to mention about. Oh, darn it, I don't remember. But get until done is what I'm trying to say. A uh, great game. If you're a horror fan, think of it like a horror movie of how every horror movie you've seen. And if if I was able to go in my first run and have all of my characters alive just by using horror movie logic, honestly, and it helps a lot. If you have a lot of horror movie logic, it's finally going to come in handy and you're going to see it that how much it helps i would highly recommend you playing that game so until dawn pt on ps4 oh no wait not pt because you can't play pt but until dawn totally play it so that was pretty much what i want to talk about horror and video games i know it's short but these are the games i actually played <clears throat> And, I mean, I, like I said, if I've never played them, I don't have it. I mean, I just can't give an opinion on it. So, that was my piece right there, guys. Uh, I'm going to take a little break. And then I shall be back with my closing notes and some little news. I'll see you in a bit, guys. Welcome back, guys. Now for the closing notes. So, uh, that episode ran about like 30-some minutes. I was just counting it because I saw the timer. It was pretty much just me rambling about video games and horror. But it's the best I could do given the situation. I could have just waited. But honestly, I just wanted to record something to keep a consistent schedule. Next week's episode should be better because I already have some movies in mind. Uh, should I mention some? Um, I'm thinking maybe Dolls, maybe Dolly Dearest, um, one of the Friday the 13th movies, or um, Creepshow 2. I've been wanting to do Creepshow 2. Why Creepshow 2? Just because it's easier to talk about than Creepshow 1. Creepshow 1, I would have to write a lot of notes for Creepshow 1. And I want that to be like a special episode, to be honest. Uh, just to name a few, those are some of the movies that are on my list. Next week's will be a movie. I know it sounded like rambling because honestly, that's what it is. Uh, it's just me, guys. Uh, it's just me just rambling. And like I said last time, it's pretty damn difficult to just talk for 30 minutes. It's easier to have somebody to talk to, but unfortunately, I don't have that at the moment. I'm um, uh, still working on that, but we'll see. We'll see how this goes. But next week's episode should be a little better because I, like I said, I already have some in mind. I already have my notes ready. Uh, it should be a fun show, at least in my opinion. I am actually gonna work hard, try to get somebody. But honestly, don't hold your breath anymore at this point. At this point, guys, uh, you'll you'll see it when it happens. All right. So, 
we'll see. I mean, what more can I say? Hopefully, you guys. Uh, hope. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, let me know. Honestly, send me a message. My Instagram page actually changed. It used to be horror underscore addict six six six. Now it's the dot horror dot cast on Instagram. That's my Instagram page. You could send me a message there. You could add me. I'll gladly add you. I'll follow you back. Uh, it's just about horror. And that that's where I post announcements sometimes. I post random crap. I mean, I on my story, I'm, it's usually random crap. But on my feed, it's usually my post I want to put up. But I would suggest try adding me, guys. Just following me. Just support. Uh, <clears throat> My viewership is going up a little bit, which I'm actually a little surprised, to be honest. But I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm still trying to improve this as much as I can. I am actually thinking of just getting a co-host. And not just a guest host, but rather a co-host. I, obviously, I wouldn't be paying them. Honestly, I'd probably end up paying them with food. This is this is not like oh here I'll I'll give you like a hundred and fifty like no like, I'll pay with wings or whatever the hell they want you know what I mean, but hopefully it works out. I I'm really have been really thinking about just hiring somebody we're not hiring but you know what I mean just having a collaborator, <clears throat> but we'll see how it goes. I'm in, in contact with these people. We'll see how it goes. It would be definitely more fun with a consistent second person. Than just me rambling for 30 minutes. My favorite episode, by the way, is still the It Follows episode. I thought that was my best work. Uh, the one with the guests was actually pretty fun. It was very fun to record, even though it was all over the damn place. But we'll see next week, guys. So, like always, stay creepy. Don't be normal. Continue to watch as many horror movies as you can. As you can. Remember... Halloween is just the day we go all out. For a horror fan, Halloween is all throughout the year. So just stay positive because honestly, this community is very positive and they're very welcoming. And I love that about the horror community. So keep it up, guys. I'll see you next week. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Like, support, subscribe on anywhere you're hearing this. Follow me. Throw me a suggestion. I'm all ears. Tell me how I could improve this. Uh, make a suggestion. Suggest a movie. And I'll do my best with it. I'm all ears guys. So I'll see you next week guys. And have a good rest of your week.
Twinkle, twinkle. 